Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, Browns backers. I'm Chuck Campisi, joined by Tony Dick, and this is Believe in the Browns. And just to give you a quick background on who your hosts are, Tony Dick worked in various capacities with the Browns over the course of 21 seasons with the team. So when he mentions being in the building, it's being in the building. He started with the team as a member of the grounds crew in 91, worked with them up until the time they left for the city who shall not be named. Uh, (laughs) He rejoined the Browns upon their return to Cleveland and served his last nine years with the team as the team's manager of alumni relations before leaving in October of 2015. Tony is also a member of the Pro Football Researchers Association and has served as a research assistant for several documentary projects with NFL Films, NBC Sports, Time Warner Cable Sports Channel, and Epics. Myself, I have experience in the sports industry in various capacities with Major League Baseball teams, NCAA programs, the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where I earned a Super Bowl ring with the Buccaneers. Super Bowl, anybody? 37. 37. Uh, And between Tony and I, we've probably worked about 20 Super Bowls. We're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Welcome, Browns backers. Once again, it's Chuck Campisi here with Tony Dick on Believe in the Browns. Brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Luminary, TuneIn, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Tony, before we get into the show this week, where we have a Sunday stadium practice, cut down day looms, Mac Wilson, hopefully healthy, uh... (laughs) And depth at linebacker and defensive back. Still a problem. Let's talk about the playoffs. Did someone say playoffs? The NBA, MLB, and NHL are in full swing, and our partners at Bet Online have you covered. Last night, Tony had the Cardinals over the Rockies. That was an easy one. 16-2. to two. <laughs> I went to bed early. I didn't have to worry about it. However... That Nuggets-Jazz game kept me sweating. I thought I was going to have it easy. Nuggets up big early. I think 16, 17 points. Jazz keep coming back, keep coming back. Nuggets take it, two-point win. It was nice. So take full advantage of sports being back and get in on the action with hundreds of odds, futures, and prop bets for you to bet on. And there was always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and sign up to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Nice work. (laughs) It beats working a uh, second job, right? It it does. It's it's all right. It's all right. That data analytics course I taught uh, (laughs) took, uh, you know, helps a little bit. Paying off, paying off. Yep. Good deal. 
So, Tony, the Browns had a stadium practice this past Sunday. What, mm-hmm. what do we think of that? How, how? What were your observations based on, on that day? Uh, you know, just talking to people who were there, I, I mean, I guess number one, first and foremost, is it's it's good just to be in the building uh, for something other than, uh, you know, just scaring birds away. I, I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it was nice um, from, you know, they, they let some limited um, – you know, staff and, and a couple VIPs, you know, kind of in and, and, and around the areas. And I think it was just, it's good to just have activity in that stadium. Uh, I mean, for many reasons. You think of all the things this summer that got canceled. This is going to be the busiest summer um, since that stadium opened um, this summer. I mean, multiple concerts, uh, multiple, um, you know, sporting events that were to, to occur there, and all of that got wiped out. And it's so, a good venue for a concert, realistically. I oh, mean, I mean, we were there for the U2 show a couple years ago, yeah. um, and that was a that was a nice space, and it, it's good to see it being utilized in those off-seasons. Uh, but, yeah, as you said, it's kind of wiped out. Yeah, I mean, I was so looking forward to the Rolling Stones, not to get off topic, but, I, I mean, that's one of those events uh, that just got canceled, and... It, you know, it's huge. So to see people back in the building, see people playing football, you know, certainly for Stefanski and, and a lot of our newcomers, whether it's coaches and or players, it's good for them just to get familiar with the building. I mean, when you think about it, we're, we're here, uh, you know, we're starting in the September and, <laughs> and, and those folks are getting their first look uh, at that stadium. It's, it's odd. It's such an odd thing. But, um, but hey, they, they got in there, took a look, hopefully liked what they saw and, um, you know, we were able to kick the tires a little bit in the stadium, which is nice. So, um, like I said, it's probably been now that now that preseason has been canceled, canceled. That's the closest we've seen to real football since January. Yeah, and it's crazy. I mean, think about it from a, a budgeting standpoint, right? We got our, our buddy Stevie Spence, who's out in San Francisco, does this for them, and and we know Phil here in in Cleveland that does it for the Browns. Twelve buses, Tony. To get the players and coaches yeah. to maintain social distancing uh, to the stadium. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you're going to have to be doing that in every city you travel to. You're going to have that many people, and then you know you have the the PA announcer having to come on and, and tell everybody, "Hey, you got to keep your masks on." Uh, it, for the stadiums that have uh, the opportunity to have fans, there's very few, but there's a couple that have said they they they're considering having fans in their games this season. Uh, it's going to be interesting to ha- see how often you hear that announcement. Uh, whether it's college games, which are starting this weekend, right? You have, I mean, not this weekend, tomorrow. Right? Yeah. You have, you have a kickoff uh, F- FBS game. You had an FCS game. You know, the first play from scrimmage was a 75-yard touchdown, and so college football is kicking up. NFL is kicking off eight days from today, Tony. Well, if, if, you know, not to get off topic, but, uh, you know, if you're using 12 buses, think about that. If you're using 12 buses to get a pro roster out, how many buses do you need for a college roster? I mean, you're either going to have to cut down on the roster or you're just going to have to grab every bus within like a 20 yeah, well, your, 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 your travel Your travel <laughs> roster is usually, usually a little smaller. Yeah. So they might be down to, you know... Uh, an appropriate number that's not too much bigger than an NFL roster, and and hopefully when you're on campus, uh, guys can walk. But if you're yeah, if you're at the University of Miami, hey, band aid coming. Your your stadium ain't on campus. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, the bands aren't coming. Yeah. They've already said that bands yeah. aren't coming. So it'll be interesting to see how college football plays out. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what some of the owners do throughout the season. 
There might be some owners that I think would take a opportunity early in the season maybe to not have fans, but then to see how it goes with some of these colleges that are having fans. I mean, Iowa State announced they're they're looking at having 25,000 at their games. So if a stadium like that's going to be able to host 25,000, then you're going to see some of these NFL owners, I think, after that midpoint in that season, at least maybe even after the first quarter of the season, looking to bring their at least their high-dollar season ticket holders back into the venue in some capacity. Yeah. I, I, well, I think you would start at the uh, suite and the club level and work your way out. I mean, if you're going to bring people in, you want to make sure that the people spending the most dough yeah. um, to optimize your numbers. But uh, we'll see how that is. I, we'll see, too, just... You know, and this is one thing um, to think about, you know, with the ratings in all sports kind of crashing the way they're crashing, um, when we talk about taking care of those top people, um, I think you got to be a little bit, you got to be a little bit careful with that because we don't want to start to um, erode the fan base any more than they've already been eroded. I mean, at this point, it's, um, you know, I don't know, they've been through a lot, but I, I think once you start creating a haves and have nots uh, you're you're kind of walking a fine line there with our our fan base so we'll we'll see i you know the beauty of it is we don't have to worry about it (laughs) that's the beautiful thing about that but um yeah i would i'm sure that the folks making those decisions that has to be weighing heavy on their mind Uh, where do you draw the line but oh definitely and then but to get back to the browns tony so the practice, the practice was interesting, right? Nothing too crazy. I mean, the offense looked like the offense has looked. Uh, the defense obviously is looking better than that. So you have uh, that juxtaposition. The uniforms looked great, I think. Hey, in the new unis, it's nice to see, and teams looking fresh. But I don't, I don't know how it's going to play out as we move forward. That again, that first game in Baltimore, we've been talking about it. Cut down day is looming. How do you see cut down day looming? Is there anybody that you think is going to get cut that people wouldn't foresee? Or is there anybody on the flip side then that you think is going to make the roster that's going to surprise some folks? Uh, you know, to, to me, as far as big surprises, I really don't think I don't think there really will be any big surprises. I mean, unfortunately, we're, we're in a spot, and we've talked about this for a while now, that... Uh, you know, to even say there's battles for positions at this point is, yeah. um, you, you know, is, is you're not going to say that. Um, we, we don't have depth. A lot of our top guys have been kind of down um, and out. Um, so, you know, in that regard, there hasn't, they haven't really had a, an opportunity to compete. So I don't see anything major. I mean, I think, you know, we've said this time and again, I think for this coaching staff, um, Sticking with the roster as it as it was from last year and, and trying to keep as much of that together would behoove them um, just for some continuity because we've had less practice. I mean, I don't think you want to stir the pot too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say if, if I'm Stefanski, unless someone just lights it up, and, and you've you've got to you, you know you've got to plug them. You feel like you need to plug them into the roster. I say we just go with what we had last year and um, try to keep. I mean, our number one goal is to just be trying to keep everybody healthy and getting everybody back. Um, it just seems like right now we've got pieces laying all over the place. And um, I know it's kind of a roundabout way to answer your question, but I, I just feel like we, we've got between the injuries and, and everything that's going on. Um, I don't. I don't see any major shakeups. I think it would be not a wise decision. So, yeah, and I don't even know from a from a wise decision standpoint or what it would be. I just think, yeah, it's 
on offense, you just need some time to gel. I mean, yeah. you need some time to get guys together. Um, offensive line, you want to make sure those guys have their time in and are able to do those things. Again, defensive line standpoint, I don't think anybody's worried too much. I think that might be a one position where we have a, a hint of depth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, not, not great depth, but at least uh, some guys that can come in and spell some folks. But that, that again, that, that linebacking core, that defensive backfield, Tony, I mean, I, I don't know who we're trotting out there. It's going to be really, really interesting to see how that develops. I, I don't think there's going to be any surprises there because I can't. I don't think anybody would be surprised with anything because they brought in a bunch of journeymen, a bunch of guys who had good careers but are at the tail end of them. Um, and then you have some young guys there. Luckily, you have uh, some of the issues kind of going away from the standpoint of, you know, Mac Wilson's going to be semi-healthy, kind of healthy. I mean, no surgery. Yeah, still out four to six weeks. So, <laughs> I, I mean, um, you know, and... and Really, I you know I I don't want to make fun of the kid, but I mean, I mean was he was he that great to be? I, I mean I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah but if you're looking at the if you're looking at the, I depth mean, he was chart, great compared like, to us. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, when, <laughs> at a position where you have literally no depth, it would be nice to have at least a, a young body in there as opposed to some of the guys we have in there now. Where it seems like it's either your first or second year, or it's like your tenth year um, in the league, or you just never really even panned out at any point in your career, and uh, we'd be better off just grabbing somebody that somebody's going to cut. Cut down day might be big for the Browns from a linebacker and, and defensive back standpoint. I gotta imagine the guys uh, in the front office are paying close attention to who may leave a roster huh. from that standpoint and who may get cut. And I just you know today not 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 that we can jump on a time machine and correct this, but uh, the 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 Schobert, I, I still I don't know I I, I the, the linebackers that we let kind of tiptoe out of here, um, yeah I think I think we're, that's going to come back to bite us in the rear end, and I know we've been pounding this for weeks, yeah. but I, I just I think that week one versus the Ravens that that. That's going to be exposed big time. I mean, you know, if any team's going to take advantage, it's going to be them. And we were already kind of up against it against them to begin with. But um, I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't get that decision, those decisions. And if you're going to make those decisions, then you better have a, a plan B for who you're going to replace those people with. And, and I don't feel like we had that. We had that. No, and, and realistically, hey man, I know things went south for him in Baltimore pretty quickly there. But why not Earl Thomas to come in and help yep. stabilize the defensive backfield? Oh, you need somebody a little bit. I mean, I know he's going to be more expensive than somebody else, but he's probably also going to be a better producer yeah. than than some of the other guys. And at least if you're looking for some of that leadership, especially from you know talking to guys like Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams who are in the early stages of their career, hey, you got a guy that was part of one of the best defensive backfields in NFL history when he was in Seattle. So I don't think you're going to get much, you know, at least on the field leadership. Maybe maybe step away from some of that off the field stuff, or you just don't punch your teammates. Uh, yeah, well, and, and, right. and it would be nice, especially since we're opening up against Baltimore. I don't, I don't think it'd be bad to have somebody that's got a little chip on their shoulder against Baltimore, uh, you know, playing defense for you. I mean, we're going to need somebody in there with some attitude, and um, I don't think it would be a bad thing. I mean, you you got to spend money on something um, in. in you know, 
you got to shore that up. I mean, otherwise, who are we plugging in there? Um, and, and what's that going to look like? Um, so, yeah, to me, you know, of course, it's not my money, but. Well, but I mean, that you, you, know. you have the cap amount, so you're still getting you're still getting your TV money, Tony. They're still running yeah. the season here. TV money is still coming through, so it's not like these guys aren't making any money. Yes, they're definitely losing revenue because no fans in the stands and all of that. We get it, but if you're looking at where the league revenue comes from, about sixty to seventy percent for the average team is coming through the NFL national media yeah. uh, contract. And that covers your entire salary cap. Yeah. Plus, plus about eighty million. So I, I'm not crying for any uh, NFL owners here at this point. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, shoot. I mean, you, you still got him out there. You still got. I, I know. We the the clowny thing has come and gone a couple times. He's still out there. I mean, you still have uh, Clay's still out there. Matthew's still out there. Once again probably towards the end of his career, but still better than anything we have on our roster and, and somebody that the fans could get excited about. I mean, those are three people. Imagine if we signed the three of them this week, that it flips, uh, the, you know, our conversation on the defense. But we, we right now, we don't really have anybody to talk about. I mean, you got Miles Garrett. Um, he's going to be the star of the show. But once he starts getting double, triple teamed, I mean, uh, is he going to be able to make it a whole entire season just getting dogpiled on because he's going to be the focus of every team that we play? Um, and that's where having somebody like Clowney on the other side, it, you know, it forces teams to to not focus just on miles. And it's worth every penny. I mean, once again, um, spend some dough. Um, yeah, and I think that's the biggest thing is is there's still some space underneath this uh, this cap that the Browns can utilize. So hey, you know what? Let's let's take advantage of some of the space that's out there for the Browns and well because if you don't make a move think about it if you don't make a move and we don't do something this season to get ourselves ahead of where we've been all you're doing is you're kicking this can down the road you're one you're going to have one more year off of all those offenses you're talking about how great this offense is that we've built you're just you're you're ticking away another year on those contracts and we haven't done anything I mean it's yeah you got 20 million you have 20 million available right now sign one year deals yeah, I, I, I'm sure if you, at, with a nice little signing bonus or whatever, however you want to do it to get those guys in, I think you could get all three of those guys for under that amount and and have them in camp. And yeah, they might not be massive contributors week one against Baltimore, other than maybe Earl Thomas, just because of his knowledge of yeah. that offense from going up against it every day. But you would at least have guys that, like you said, are going to contribute long-term for the course of the season, not long-term for the course of multiple seasons, but that are also, hey, especially a guy like Clay Matthews, you know the fans are going to get behind him. Man, this place would go crazy. And I know there's not going to be fans in the stands, but, man, how many jerseys would they sell? And I know the teams split the jersey revenue 32 ways, but it would be great to see a bunch of new generations Clay Matthews jerseys out there um, to, to back up the uh, you know the retro jerseys that we have on a regular game day. Yeah, and, and you know he's he's not going to be a guy that you're going to sign because sometimes you're afraid to give a free agent money, you know, just because you're afraid he's just looking for a payday and then he's not going to produce. But I, you know, you sign him, he's going to come in here 
amped up and ready to roll. I, I mean, he's going to give you everything he's got. So whatever he's got left in the tank, you're getting all of it. He's not going to you're not going to hide anything or keep anything in reserve. I just I don't know. Like I said, as of right now, I'm excited a little bit about the offense, but then if that offense doesn't pan out, this thing goes it goes it goes south quick, I think. And um that's where bringing in those three guys on defense or even two of those three guys on defense. I think you got to bring in somebody because the defense needs help. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, and, and, and I know there's been talk that, hey, the linebackers have been looking better in practice. Hey, looking better in practice is great. No. But the Baltimore Ravens weren't at practice. So, I mean, you can look as good as you want in practice. Uh, the rubber's about ready to hit the road here, and, and you better have your stuff together because, um, you know, Baltimore's going to be ready. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't have too much else on the Browns here, Tony. It's It's... We'll wait till kind of cut down day to get into what the rest of the roster is going to look like. However, we do have uh, one of my favorite stories popping up here on on ESPN. It just it just reminds me of uh, Rocky when when Drago is like, if he dies, he dies. You have Kirk Cousins um, in regards to the current coronavirus. If I die, I die. I kind of have peace about that. I know many a. Uh, Vikings fan that would be happy if Kirk Cousins uh, maybe uh, caught the Rona and uh, followed his own advice there. I don't know, but uh, just a stupid statement in general. Like, you don't have to say that. I mean, whatever your personal beliefs or politics may be in regards to some of the things that are happening, like, like, are we supposed to think you're a tough guy now? He's like, oh, man, if I die, I die. Like, okay, great. Like, Well, well, and, and the thing is, I mean, you don't say it because, one, it, it's not going to change anything. And, two, all, all it can do is produce a negative outcome. I mean, because if one of his teammates ends up dying, you come across as being kind of a crass, you know, whatever uh, yeah. we got you know i don't you know i want to use the word i want you but but it's just one of those things and, and you're supposed to be a leader on a team you, you're supposed to be one of the leaders on the team so you're the leader on the team and you're saying hey man if somebody on this team dies they die no hey, you know, i die I well die. right right hey you know you i mean I'll make yeah that, but, uh, I, I just i don't know and plus it's kirk cousins i mean come on yeah so just an interesting note that oh came God. across the feed as we were chatting, and I, 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 I couldn't pass it up, right? With the with the headline, if I die, I die. I just I just kept thinking of Drago. Um, yeah. So many similarities between the two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tony. I think that's all we have here on Believe in the Browns. Thanks for joining us, Browns backers, and we'll talk to you soon. Chub check. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.